Hello, Brooklyn. This is a Brooklyn Rebound podcast, and it's a episode of one number or another. I want to say like 111, Padre, but we who's checking right now? No one will probably need to check because by the time this gets out, if it is one of our released episodes, sometimes we have classic uh, lost episodes. Hopefully not this one because I think it's going to be good, but we'll probably have figured the number out by then, and if you're downloading this or jumping onto the feed to uh digest it you'll probably see the number so we don't really need to you know think about it unless you you wanted to do a rhyme or something like i used to do and you, you kind of picked that mantle up but I, I think you went really off course without picking up that that rhyme i i, I think i set you up pretty well when i said padre i think it's episode one or another maybe 111 i feel like that was the ba- best pre-verse of a hook slash verse mm. ever in an intro that we've ever had, so yeah. But at episode one hundred, I stopped doing that. So what? How am I supposed to know you wanted me to to resume at one eleven? You know what, Padre? I think the listeners have spoken to you. You did another another piece of content in our feed as of last uh, three days ago. I think Mister Relevant returned. Well, there's a new Mister Relevant episode up. There's two two new ones of those from the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, first two NFL based episodes of the season. With me and E Dashnam, aka Young Spooky, aka Young. He changes his name every week, but check those out if you're into NFL. Or we also talk movies. So there was a for Halloween recently. We did a movies are relevant. You know that's that's what we call the movie show instead of Mister's Relevant. Do you get it, uh, Padna? You said movies are L, like event. like real life. Movies are rel, like that guy rel, little rel, little rel, a bunch of movies now. So that's no, it's movies are relevant. Talking horror movies, that one from a couple weeks ago. So look at that one on this very feed. It's good stuff. We talk all about movies and that, yeah. I, I like that. That's that's fresh for the listeners. I'm feeling mm-hmm. it. I'm feeling it. You know what else is fresh? How about some fresh baked brownies? How about that? Like it's fresh out of the oven brownies you know they they usually taste better on sundays after like four fifteen, usually right now i'm struggling to get to pick up on your reference here now maybe i'm missing something Four fifteen on sunday i mean normally that's that's when i'm depressed because the browns mm. just lost oh wait but yesterday they actually won with baker mayfield of the brownies so now i you know what you're right i was feeling good yesterday and still i'm today but you're talking Fresh baked uh, brownies is it's kind of making me hungry now. So, oh well, I, I know mean, you're trying to associate it with my great Browns victory yesterday, but yeah, now you're just yeah. kind of like making my mouth water. It's not really. Hey man, I want to say congratulations, happy victory Monday to you and, and to you because you you're a bandwagon Browns fan now, right? I am a bandwagon Browns fan now. It is what halfway into the NFL season officially. Oh, it's more than halfway. Uh, week I nine mean, of regular season, at least. This is week ten right now. Is Monday Night Football probably going on as we speak? Okay. Of week ten, so six, seven more weeks after this, so more than halfway. Yeah. So obviously, this this is uh, we're we're gearing away from the the Brooklyn rebound part of things, but we are rebounding back to basketball at some point. But I definitely want to get this off my chest. My, you see this hair right here? You see this hair on my chest? Right, quick. Uh, yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah, no, it's unusually long. But as I'm twirling it, I wanted to tell you that I've had uh, I've had a little bit of a mixed emotions with these Browns right now. Hmm. Something about the firing of the coaches, the hard knock season, and uh, everything in between has been like I'm feeling glad that I have adopted the Browns. I don't know if I'm all in on these Browns. I feel like part of me, my, my dark, the darkness that sits inside of me is saying, Enam, you must stay with those boys. You must ride, oh you must ride the D as long as you can. Make As hard as you can. Make sure you don't get off the D and just stay on that D. And maybe even hold the D as long as you can. But you did get off the D. I thought you were off D. I mean... Are you just saying this because the D was victorious last night over Philly as well? The Browns and Cowboys both won yesterday. You know, I mean, I, I didn't even you, watch the game until the end, what? really. And I, nor well, did then I, what are you talking? I think it's more of the thing that I'm thinking, you know, time will tell. Once Jerry Jones is dead, by the way, RIP Stanley, he's an old white guy that also died today. I, I think he's still like a good 20 years older than Jerry Jones. He was very old. I think Jerry Jones is, yeah, I mean, it's something like that. But like think, Jerry Jones looks 75, Stanley was 95. You think Jerry Jones is 75? I think he's like You 85. think he's older than that? I think he's like 85, yeah. Oh, really? That old? 
maybe 82, 83. All right, let's, let's bet on it. Let's place bets. But, but uh, yeah, something what about, was your point, though? You like I mean, Jerry Jones now? I feel like I feel like the the Cowboys are are like um, Anakin Skywalker right now for me. Anakin had a lot of hope, you know. He was supposed to be the part of the the Jedi Force, and then he went to the dark side. You know, mm. tur- he killed all these children, all the younglings. All the younglings. <laughs> these are acting. They're a- the Cowboys acting's very wooden, like his was. Yeah, yeah, and then he he flexed in front of <laughs> Padme, saying like, "I killed all of them," and she was like, "Why are you flexing about this? We get it. You're an asshole, right?" And then. Yeah. And then you he know, killed. Why are you telling me this? That's what she should have said. Yeah, he was like, well, <laughs> why are you admitting to this? <laughs> yeah, and and then now I feel like this darkness that's consuming me is making me confused. I feel very Anakin right now. Like, oh, I, so you're the Cowboys aren't Anakin. You're Anakin in this scenario. Yeah, and the Cowboys yeah, and, are more like the what the dark. What's they're that? the evil the empire. The dark, I mean, yeah. they're branded as the evil empire, but I don't know how evil are they. The they're, dark side. Yeah, that's what. They're, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I agree. They are. Dark side and the brown side, basically. That's what I'm. That's what I'm uh, dealing with yeah, right now. You need to stay on the brown side. Get back there with Yoda in the in the swamp. That's like uh, I don't know. That's like Bob Wiley, the the O line coach. He's like your Yoda. Is he my Yoda? I mean, he's more Jabba shaped, but yeah. he, oh, like, that, in terms of what he stands for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but in terms of being a sage, he's more Yoda like than Jabba in his appearance. Yeah. But so, yeah. I think. I mean, if we didn't win yesterday and it was. It was more depression. I would see maybe let me get back on that D, but I don't. I mean, I think this is a bad time for you to to come up with this uh, confusion. Now I don't get it. You know, I'm I'm I think I'm just sexually frustrated with the NFL. You know, I think that's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. I'm not getting my... ever since Romo retired and you were a an avowed homosexual. You're feeling frustrated in that department, I guess. I did see him on TV on the they play the I think the Rams game or whatever it was and. His voice definitely lifted me up. It, it made me mm-hmm. made me feel mm-hmm. things that I haven't felt in a while. And I don't know. I think I just have to think about this a little bit more during the holiday. I'm I'm going to see my homosexuality might show up mm-hmm. a little bit, depending. I think. See, I really thought you were big curious, so I think you need to. Well, I'm also big. I could be big curious in a homosexual. I mean, I know you could be both, but I think one's going to be more fruitful in the future than one other. One is just I don't, should be firmly in the past here, you know. Well, if you're talking about fruitful, you're talking about pie, not not fruitcake, right? If you're baking it. it I, I'm talking about fruitcake? Yeah, you just said it, one's going to be more fruitful, mm-hmm, and I tried mm-hmm. to make a pun on that. Didn't land. Not at no, all. No, it, it, landed, it landed poorly, but, and I couldn't even think of a, a, a metaphor for that, but I was going <laughs> to transition into talking NBA NBA because what might be fruitful is your long quest of being a Brooklyn Nets fan they might actually be a playoff team this year in the East. What do you think? Wait, 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 wait. You're saying that the team that's been my my blood, my my black and white moon cookie, you know, the New York the moon cookie. Yeah, I didn't know they were called moon cookies. I thought they were just called black and white cookies. If we're still talking about baked goods here, they're called moon cookies? I think so. That's what my that's what my wife, that's what Pa Jen told me. Hmm. Maybe it's a, maybe it's just some people call them that or something. Yeah. You could call a Muslim cookie too, because you know, moon, Islam. Yeah. yeah, you could. Yeah, you should do that. But also, just real quick, uh, uh, Jarrell Wayne Jones, which apparently is Jared Jones. Jerry Short, short for Jarrell. I did not know that. J E R R A L. That guy. Uh, he just turned 76 a month ago, so God I was pretty it. close on that one. God damn it. I wish he was older. Yeah, nope. He's He might outlive Stanley, and he'll still be around, uh, you know, in the Cowboys. Uh, what would it be? Like, tw- 2030 no not even more than that 20 uh, 2040 season so by the time i usher a uh a mini podnam in the future he'll still be alive that's what you're mini saying mini podnam would be would probably have to be in high school by the time if, if he he's dies as old as stanley fucking yeah god damn it mini uh, podnam all right anyways let's well, move yeah in. what about your nets so they're they're like what i was alluding to there yeah. if it's season ended today which Obviously, it doesn't. We're about, uh, you know, we're about uh, 11 to 12 games into the season or 13 games for each team. But the Nets would be in the playoffs facing the number one seed Raptors if it did end today because they're currently in the eighth seed. Six and seven. Are you surprised, Dinam? Do you think that they're doing better than you thought right or right on track? And I'm trying to remember what you picked for them for a wins total, but. Um, I mean, 
the number I, I'm sure we can't recall right now. I'm sure we can look back uh, and make sure you do check out episode 108. Mm-hmm. That's when Eastern we, Conference preview live from the land. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You'll be able to check out our predictions for 108 and 109. Those are those are our final predictions for the seasons. I think I put them around the playoff edge. Sounds right. Yeah, and I think that's eighth is not that surprising based on my optimism of Karis LeVert and everyone else's optimism of Karis LeVert. The boys doing it. Uh, averaging 20 a game. Actually, right now, the Nets, they did a couple of things this year. They've had the longest continuous starting lineup, like no changes it's had since the Jason hmm. Kidd Nets. They've had the same five starters, Jared Dudley, Karras, Does, is Jared, Jared Allen. Allen start? Yeah, he's Jared playing Allen, pretty well, right? Yeah. Joe D'Angelo Harris, Russell. he's at the bench and, now, right? No, Joe, Joe Harris is starting, too. Oh, yeah. okay. So they've had those same starters, and that's built a lot of continuity with this team. And I think that's just also a credit to this Nets coaching staff and the culture. They've definitely done a lot of things to tune it out. And the player development, there's an article written about it. I actually know the Woj podcast talked about it with one of the premier agents, and I think he represents Scarce LeVert. They're saying like a lot of players and teams are looking at the Nets as an example of player development, like what you can do with a pick that was supposed to be lottery, then broke his leg like three times and be, ended up being the 20th pick. And now he's a 20-point-a-game scorer, and he wasn't even at, like he wasn't going to be included in any rumored Jimmy Butler trade, which we'll get to. Because he's that valuable, people think he's that good and know he's that good hmm. now. So I think, I think that makes sense. We got five starters in double digits. That also is another thing that the, a lot of the NBA doesn't have. The Warriors and another team maybe haven't, but the Nets are one of the few teams that have five starters. Averaging average. averaging double digits? Yeah. yeah. Or five starters or five players, one or the other. I forget. I think maybe it's five players. Cause Stens- Either Stens- way, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, and D'Angelo Russell's not starting then? He is starting, yeah. Dinwiddie is oh, a six-man. Oh, he does man. one of five. Oh, Dinwiddie yeah. six, okay. Yeah, yeah. But Dinwiddie usually plays crunch time because he's a better defender and mm-hmm. so far a better defi- decision maker, so... So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for this team. I was I think my excitement was there when we were picking, and I'm not that surprised. I don't know why I'm jaded about this, but I feel maybe because the the test of time has gone from up and down with these nets, and I feel like it's definitely just going up from here. And we get yeah one free agent pickup, one big signing. We're in there, baby. We're in there like slimware. All right, and looking at who could potentially knock them out if they were to get knocked out by the the end of the season here, which is obviously still has a lot left, but do any of these teams scare you in terms of you, th- you think they might overtake them? The teams below, the Magic, who have the same record, but they're in the ninth. The Heat, both, so both Florida teams, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Hawks, and the Cavs. So definitely not that last one, or really the last two, Hawks and Cavs. Any of those other ones you're nervous about or you think the Nets got this? Well, I did talk about how I was high on the Magic, and also mm-hmm. when we revisit, we're one eighth into the season, so these are these are things that we're we're noting right now. Whenever we do our quarter eval, I'm gonna really, I don't know, I'm just gonna eat my e crow talking about the Phoenix Suns. I'm already throwing up thinking about it right now. You are bizarrely high on them. They're two and ten, uh, second worst team behind my Cavaliers in terms of record in the league. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what, what I was uh, smoking in the land, but it was definitely some good-ish if for me to pick out that prediction there. But the Magic, am I afraid of the Magic? Uh, I think they're definitely a team to worry about. The Hornets came out of left left field. I'm definitely worried about them. Mm-hmm. The Pistons actually play hard for once and forever. I don't know why. Um, so those are three teams that I'm watching. I'm not as worried for some reason about Miami anymore. Washington, yeah, don't, I don't really have to worry good. about I, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami like eclipse all the teams I just mentioned, but also at the same time they're not. I don't see them as a threat. I don't think anyone in the NBA feels that way because they don't have a a superstar on their team to represent them, which doesn't mean all everything. But Indiana, I think, is higher. All the teams that you just mentioned, yeah, they're a four seed right now. Yeah, I mean, I think all the t- Pistons. Who knows? They could fall out. Nets could fall out. Magic could slide in. Maybe he could slide in. I don't. I'm not hiding them. I think the Hornets are definitely a playoff team the way they look. They're playing incredible. Maybe they don't stay at the five seed, but I think they definitely are. Celtics obviously will be, even though they're slumping a little bit. Sixers obviously just got Jimmy Butler. They're already the three seed already. So, But they had kind of started the season slumping a little bit. Now they've been playing a little bit better in terms of record, at least. And then 
obviously Bucks and Raptors are are shooting. Sure. So, so I, I think the Nets actually have a good, a pretty good shot to yeah. retain the seventh eighth seed here, or something like that. So I just want to comment on that too, real quick. Not about the Nets. I mean that in terms of the state of the Nets, they got. They got a couple games coming up. They're coming back home, I believe. They just finished. This is their fourth game right now. They're playing the Wolves. I just saw the score. Now it's gone. Yeah, uh, what's going on there? I mean, it just left me. The score decided. Those, by the way, those. I don't think we're going to talk about it. But the pet, the uh, players that the Wolves got back for Butler are they even playing in this game? Probably not. No, right? no. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, they're not yeah. playing, but the the Nets are up. I think they're down by two thirty four, thirty six. Uh, none of the players. They all have to go. The agreement of the paperwork had to come in today on a Monday. And then they have mm-hmm. to go to the physicals due by before tip off. But usually, even if they do it by tip off, none of the players make the clearance to play, or the coach decides not even to just throw them in because they're literally now eligible to play. But it's game night, you know, so it doesn't really work that way. So next couple games coming up, we got the Heat at home uh, Wednesday night. That seems just speaking of them, that seems like a yeah, good game. good chance to knock them off and get and stay above there. Yeah. yeah then they go into the murder capital, of the world, uh, DC. And Isn't it thug- Chicago? <laughs> no, no, no. DC is actually the murder. It was branded yeah. as the murder capital of the world. Statistically, who knows? Then after that, they come and, wh- back and home. by the way, why? Real quick aside, why? Why are the Wizards so bad this year? Why? Because John Wall and Bradley Beal fucking hate each other, and they've always hated each other. And last yeah. year. John Wall was out for a long period of the season, and then the Wizards figured out how to roll. Maybe it's a Martin Gortat uh, curse. Maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> Gortat. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it's they just have to. This team has to be blown up. Like I, I don't not yeah, blown up so. in the sense once someone has to go. You know, um, apparently Bradley Bill. Uh, Wizards said hell no to Jimmy Butler for Bradley Bill, and I think I would too. I think Bradley Bill is. You don't know if Jimmy Butler's going to resign all that stuff. So. Would you keep Beal over Wall? You know, like, I think I always thought Wall is one of the better guards in the NBA, like uh, point guard and driver. But, like, I think the league has caught up to him. You know, Kemba Walker has surpassed him. Yeah. A 35-year-old Chris Paul last year, or I don't know how he's 32-year-old Chris Paul last year surpassed him. Like, I mean, I think even Spencer Dinwiddie could compete. Not he's not better than him, but he could compete well, with yeah. him, at least on in the game, you know? So uh, He could DM up maybe. Yeah, as Beal's... Skill set more valuable in today's NBA anyway, kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. He still needs a good fit, you know, good players around him. But Wall is a good one-on-one player, definitely. Like he can, he could also. He's like a Mar, he's like a Marbury. Like he can definitely get his buckets and then kick it to the person if he needs to. But mm-hmm. for the main part, he's a scoring point guard, right? That doesn't win you. I mean, three-point shooting point guards that maybe a, that swing the ball or mm-hmm. or point guards that are more just all on assists getting the right. shooters open. Right. That's what's doing it in the NBA today. Stephon Marbury types aren't winning any uh, playoff series and stuff like that, really. In, in They're winning shoe NBA. deals in China, though. Let's, yeah. let's well, literally, Stephon Marbury's are, are still winning <laughs> shoe deals in China. But anyway, that was yeah. an aside on the Wizards, right. which we could be done with them. You're saying more about who the Nets have coming up? or Yeah, yeah, just wrapping that up. They were able to... Re- get on this road trip they won at phoenix on the sixth on the ninth they won in denver then they, the back-to-back they lost at golden state without steph and draymond but like a back-to-back going from the altitude to golden state you're not going to recover your body's not going to recover so this is the last game on the road trip then they have the next two out of three at home maybe i don't know maybe your boy Padnam might go see la la land and everyone's favorite boban boban coming to the building the oh, yeah yeah, he's the pride of Serbia, apparently. Have you been to any games this year so far? Yeah, I went to the Warriors game um, oh, okay. with our boy Kevin. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, he, he hooked it Sixers up. Sixers fan? Yeah, Mr. NBA over there. Was that a, a fun time? It was. I mean, I don't know if you – I mean, it's not really – I don't recall any what happened in the game. But the Nets were down lost. by, like, about 20 points, as they should be. And then they crawled back, and they had a chance to take the lead with a three – I don't know. They're down by seven with like a minute and a half to go. So foul, foul, foul. And then out of nowhere, either Durant or someone threw away the ball. Jared Dudley shot a three. And I don't know why Jared Dudley was in the game as much, but he shot a a three and didn't go in. And Hmm. that was kind of it. But they lost by five only. You know, I feel like that in the Steph Curry kind of area of the Warriors in the championship era, the Nets have weirdly played a lot of close games with them when they've had a lot of bad teams, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is one of their better teams in years, and right, right, still yeah, the same. interesting. Yeah. 
Were you at that game with me? I think so. Uh, when when they beat the Warriors, it was Jared Jack crushing it. No? I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't remember seeing the Nets play the Warriors at live. But I, one thing I was thinking in particular one game was, like, in Golden State a couple of years ago, they they literally, like, lost on a buzzer beater. Like the a bunny by loss. Brooke Lopez. Yeah. yeah. And what did they had a lead of maybe, like, seven, eight points, and they blew it in the last couple, like, 40 seconds or yeah, something. Yeah, they play hard against these dubs. Yeah. They go they go hard. I mean, it's, it's rumored to be said that Brooklyn does go hard, and specifically mm-hmm. on these dubs here. So. And I'd like to see them actually get over the top on them one of these games here, one of these matchups. So hopefully it happens. Well, you don't want them to be bottom boys? So you want them to be top boys? I mean, yeah. Well, you know, listen, I know you're trying to get me into, into this bottom boy, Ran. It's not going to work, but I always just want to see the doves be on the bottom if possible because mm. they are the the hateable top boys, you know. Yeah, they're top proud boys. Yeah, yeah they're too much too proud. Way too proud. All right, cool. So, that I mean, that really covers the state of the Nets right now. In terms of transactions, real quick, the Jimmy Butler thing happened. There was a trade. Everyone knows mm-hmm. about it. We don't even really talk about it. Tyson Chandler signed with uh, your new favorite team, the Lakers, as you move out to L.A. Uh, I know you're going to adopt them. Uh, I will not be doing that. That's satire by Podnam right here. And I think there was, oh, yeah, Mr. James Harden came back from injury and put up some points. And mm-hmm. I think that's about it. I got really nothing yeah. else here. Though the Rockets, yeah, Rockets have been surprisingly bad this year yeah. so far. Yeah. Lakers yeah. don't look good. They, they needed Tyson Chandler and, like, a buzzer beater to beat the crappy Hawks at home yesterday, I think, so. Right. Actually, you know, I, I was trying to do a sarcastic tone. Again, I missed that landing because I do have something else. And it's a, a what? New, yeah. Yeah, it's a new segment that we're putting on the pod called Is It Real? Is It Really Real for Real, son? I'm sorry, say the segment again. Is it real? Is it really real for real, son? Wow, what a segment name. I don't know what this could be, but why don't you explain it? Well, you know, there's stuff that's happening. The NBA is where stuff happens. That's the saying, right? Mm -hmm. That's the branding that they went with. Right, yeah, where stuff happens. And there's a lot of things that are very confusing to every basketball fan this year and may not expect this to happen. So I want to I want to find out between you Padru and me Padnam are certain teams that we're seeing right now one eighth into the season are they for real or they they ain't shit they, uh, okay we got to workshop that they're part. they're not for really real yeah because in the past we have had like snap or slap we've had other ones like that where it's like one or the other yeah this is this well, is what, are they for real or little real I think that's maybe where we're going with this. Laurel is bad then? No, I mean, I think he's no, no, well. he has a they could be funny, but they're not serious, you know? Oh, so it's for real or for Laurel, which means for comedy. Exactly. He can have it. It's a joke. Okay, I got you. Right. I think I think that works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners, what, what, let us know. And by We kind me- of already so we kind of already uh did a practice round talking about the Nets' playoff chances there, and we both kind of said for real on that one, right? Oh, I said for real. Is it I, little I rel or is it for real for you? I think for once it's not little rel for Nets playoff chances. 2018-19 season, I think for real, yeah. So you're saying we shouldn't get out like little rel on this. We're, we're all in on these Nets. Yeah, get in. Yeah. <laughs> get, get in those Nets. All right, so the first team is your favorite net of all time. Everyone's favorite net of all time is now on this team. He led the Bucks huh. to a win with eight three-pointers. Eight out of, I think, 13 or eight out of something like that. He shot ridiculous. Brooke Lopez. Brooklyn. Formerly Brooklyn Lopez. Formerly Brooklyn Lopez. Now Buck Lopez? or what Buck Lopez. <laughs> Buck Lopez himself. These Bucks are killing it. They just came off. Uh, I think they're winners of five of their last six. Uh, they beat the Warriors by double digits. Giannis, your boy, said after the game, mm-hmm. he's like, I think we made it. And the reporters were asking what, what he meant by that. The fans left early into the fourth quarter. The Warriors fans don't do that, especially in this winning times. They've never left because it hasn't been blown out, I think, in forever, really. Uh, I don't know when's the last time they've got blown out, but these Can't think of it, the yeah. Bucks did it to them. So are these Bucks for real 
or Little Rel? I mean, I think this is an easy one to start off with now. I think these are for real, these Bucks. Now, it depends what... It, it does for real mean that they're going to beat the Warriors in the finals? No. Doesn't mean they're even going to get to the finals. I mean, I think they could. I still would probably take the Raptors over them, but... Uh, there's a scenario I could see where, like, what type of player hurts these refs? Like, a LeBron James-esque guy has tortured them for years now. What, and now that he's out of the East, what if Greg Freak, with some of the similar skill sets to Bron, is kind of slow, and, and especially just the way he runs the team that he's on, everything kind of flows through him. Maybe not as much as LeBron, but still a lot more than a lot of other teams have. Could he slide in there to, you know, take them down? I could see it happening. I, I don't know if I'd pick it, like I said. I could see a scenario, though, where the Bucks make the finals this year. Obviously, they're off to a hot start. Uh, Ivan saw a stat that about Brook Lopez. You're talking about he's on pace to hit the most three pointers of of a five man ever in history in the NBA. So if that keeps up, who knows? But uh, Kenny Atkinson, man, he and the Nets they built one version of a player and just made him into a mutant somehow, making these three pointers. Now people are fearing those deers. We, we better hope that Bane doesn't come back, our boy Bane, come through and talk yeah. about these deers. And when he was talking about I thought that fear of the deer was more ironic, but now it might be for real, and Bane really might come in. And Yeah, he's yeah, in that I, wormhole, though, I think, with the HPK. Yeah, I kind of hope that doesn't happen where yeah. he gets out of that wormhole, but... Yeah. And are you, do you agree that they're for real, or are you saying for, for real? You know, like, I think I'm a little biased because of Brooke Lopez, and I think the season's still very early. I, I, if I'm going to pick a top team, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm still on the Raptors bandwagon, and as much as I don't love the Celtics, I still think these playoff seedings are, are exciting to see. Because, I mean, these uh, playoff seedings are exciting to see during the regular season, but we know it's all about matchups in the end, and I feel like, the X's and though I th- I still put the C's above the Bucks, but I did pick yeah. them and I picked Giannis as a potential MVP contender. So right mm-hmm. now I got mm-hmm. Raps and Celts still above them, even though the records don't. I mean the Celts record doesn't reflect that. But so I think okay. they're they're not comical. And I think actually t- just to counter what I just said a little bit, I was saying making the case that Greek Freak could step in as a LeBron type guy against the Raptors, but mm-hmm. at the same time, who do the Raptors have now? That was a LeBron stopper. Could he be a LeBron style guy stopper in general? Of course. What Matthew Delvadova? Yes. No. Well, no. He's on the box. He's not going to stop his own teammate. I don't think. <laughs> but but yeah. So Kawhi on the Raptors obviously could. That that could be a counter to what I just said. Mm. But we're talking. We're not saying necessarily. You know. We're just saying. Are they for real? Which they both said, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Right. Let me say this, Padnam. For real or for real? How about these? Houston Street, Houston Rockets. Man, these these rocks, they're not blasting off anywhere anytime soon. I feel like they're very little row right now. They're like... Mm. Uh, mm, very they're, low row. They're very little. They would say little as in little it'll middle row right now because these guys are dysfunctional with the teammates right now. I think it has a little bit to do if uh, about, I guess, bench mellow. And that's the mellow that we're we're dealing with right now. He's 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 wooden mellow, maybe six mellow, uh, six mellow, six uh, manello, six six elo, six elo. Yeah, our jello mellow. I don't know what this mellow is, but he's not he's not a good fit for this team. And we talked about this with the Thunder. You know, addition by subtraction, the Thunder actually are playing pretty well right now. I think they won like three or four in a row not too long ago. Uh, and I could just be blowing smoke up people's asses by saying that, but I will not fact check myself. And I know in my heart that's the right answer. Strong I, and wrong. You're strong and to. wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a note from our boy Pod Trump. Apparently, so when it comes down to it, they can still fix the season. Uh, the Rockets can still come up. I mean, it's not, it's not too difficult. With but the, are you saying for Rel though, or or are you? Oh no, they're that? definitely. I said they're little, it'll biddle Rel. Okay. They're little Rel. They're like they're Uncle Drew little Rel in terms of Rotten Tomato score. Let's just say that. If you guys don't know what Rotten Tomatoes are, you need to stop listening to this podcast for one second and go check out the website. It's a good. I point. think everyone knows what that is. <laughs> you know? Also, if you haven't heard of Wikipedia, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, they they know what it is. Okay, good, good, good. I just want to. I I wanted to put a disclaimer out. Did what? Uncle Drew get panned uh, critically? I don't remember. I think they might get be nominated for a Razzie at some point. Okay, and, well that that doesn't mean too much, I guess. But yeah, uh, they got five point seven. Not that bad. Not bad. Not that bad. Five point seven on IMDb. 
And then... Uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's not a Rotten Tomatoes thing. It would be a percent. Uh, their Rotten Tomatoes score 5%, is not... 5.7% would be horrible. Yeah, it says 63% on, on Rotten Tomatoes. So I guess, yeah, they're a little... Right, they're, yeah, they're that's, I think that's sort of... Anything over 60 is fresh, according it's to fresh. the algorithm. Yeah. It's fresh. So anyway, we're we're really sidetracked at this point, but no, I mean, we've been talking about the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, with the Rockets. I really don't have... Other than the fact that right now they are... About three, no, one and a half games. It's early in the season. One and a half games. They're at five and seven. Their season is salvageable. It's just that the biggest thing that I saw in the stat yesterday was they went from first offense in the league to now they're twenty eighth, and the thirtieth in field goal percentage, twenty seventh in points scored, twenty five in three point percentage, and twenty five in rebounds. That's scary. That's really scary for a team that won the most games last year and did defensive things. And I think that the things that they lost with Trevor Ariza, I guess Ryan Anderson as well, and Luke Bahamute, those are yeah. big deals, and they haven't addressed those. And I don't know if they ever will this season. So Yeah. Now that I think about it, I guess maybe a better way I could have set this one up is saying, are the Rockets early season struggles for real or for real? you say to that? You would uh, say for real. I would go back to their big, big little rail for rails just to confuse everything right now. No, but that that's for real. That struggle is real. That struggle is so real that Chris Paul's hammy is thinking about just exiting right now. Like he's he's like, you know what? <laughs> the hammy's telling him like we got we gotta get out of here, man. Like I, I can't deal with this uh, rocket stuff because they really don't have a lot of support on this team. Like mm-hmm. for wings, they got Eric Gordon coming off the bench. That's I mean, he was six. Was he six man of the year? I think he won. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Or was it? Uh, no, was it Lou Williams? Yeah, it might have been Lou, but he was. He I was. Think it was. He was but but he's a contender, there. definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's been struggling a lot this year. Right? Gordon hasn't really done much. Yeah, the whole team is really in in a bad shape, and it might be a D'Antoni thing again. You know, mm-hmm. like I think the the honeymoon is over, and I think that people's tune out coaches. Just like that. And the loss that they had last year, we watched that together. That was pretty devastating because yeah. both teams really shot. That's what shot, I was going to bring up, yeah. Yeah, both teams really shot bad. And it's not like the Warriors, like they were almost there. Like the whole game, everyone was almost there. But the Warriors had the most three-pointer shot and they had the most misses because of that. And they lost the game. And yeah, so I'll say their struggles are for real. And because kind of what you're just saying, but like they got so close as well to, to getting to the top of the mound there dethroning the Warriors, getting the finals, and they came up just short. That could have been somewhat mentally devastating on them, it seems like. Right. Um, I mean, if you got MCG, Marker Carter Williams, MC Dub, sorry, uh, as your as your one of your main bench guys when he's like the he was like a twelfth man last year on the team or maybe ten, you're in trouble. I mean let's yeah, just yeah. let's just say you're in trouble and there's n- not really a lot of turnaround after that. So I think this team should be blown up too. And they, that's why they offered those four First round picks for Jimmy Butler. They needed a big player, and they didn't get him. So, and do you think Melo makes it on the Rockets to our our quarter season review? No, Melo does not make it on the Rockets. And hold up, I see a stretcher on the Brooklyn Nets game, Nets game okay. and I just turn to the left, and I don't. RHJ Rondé Hollis Jefferson's looking, Kenny Atkinson, and it's definitely looking like a Nets player right now. Maybe. Uh-oh. I am kind of at and i don't know what's happening it's three seconds left in the half joe harris has a hood over a sweater it looks like some kind dinwiddie's about to cry looks like someone's leg or something maybe it happened and so it's I, not harris or spencer uh, i don't see karis levert here that's oh that's, boy that's scaring me right now we we'll to change our <laughs> for real peg if he's i see Ed Davis. A standing injury. yeah i do not see 22 standing up at all, anywhere on these pan shots. So is this gonna derail you from finishing the podcast uh, here? If it's I'm bad gonna, news? I think we're just gonna have to move on, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to deal with these emotions later. This is really asinine of me, and but I we have to do a job. We gotta we gotta deliver this. Mm-hmm. We got one thing, so we got one more. We got one more thing, and I think I may have mentioned his name already. Let's go to the Philadelphia War. No, I mean the Philadelphia Sixers. Are these Sixers for real now that they got your boy, Jimmy Fuck It Buckets? 
on the Jimmy on, Buckets. Yeah, Jimmy fucking Buckets. In Philadelphia, are they for real? And meaning, meaning a a contender to make the finals, kind of like we were saying about the Bucks. Is that how the the lens we're looking at this in? Yeah. Are are they are they that for real? Are they for real? Like top four for real in the mm, East? Well, that's a difference. I'll say they are top four for real, but in terms of uh, making it to that Eastern or making it out of the Eastern Finals, I would say for real. So that's kind of two answers, but I I will still say for real for the four. I think they're good. This does make them better. I think. It's gonna add it's add some much needed injection of offense. Like they gave up like Sarich, who I like, but and he could have a, a really nice offensive game every few games or so. Butler can definitely be more consistent than that, and you need that on the team with the Ben Simmons still figuring it out shooting wise. It's kind of a similar big man situation from going from Cat to Embiid. I would say I like Embiid a little more um, than Cat, even though he's less consistent in terms of being on the court but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i but a similar scenario there but the players don't get run into the ground like they do in with tibbs and many so that's better also but that's all to say i think this cements them into a top four finish with this east mm-hmm. and makes them better than they probably would have been without the trade but it doesn't put them over the top enough to i think it's for real that they would be able to probably beat the raptors probably wouldn't beat this the celtics if they play again Unless the Celtics really keep continue struggling more than we both think, probably wouldn't beat the Bucks. Although that would be a series I would like to see. That would be if they were like a two, if they were like a two three matchup, or even a one four. It could easily be that. Yeah, I think uh, that definitely would be exciting to see. And I think I agree with you. I think these these uh, Warriors again. Warriors. I keep on saying words. I don't know why these words are in my mind. Maybe they're haunting my dreams. You know, you're not old enough to to confuse that, that to think that Philadelphia is still called the Warriors. <laughs> I don't, this shouldn't be a point of confusion for you. Do, do you know the movie Benjamin Buttons? Have you seen that movie? The Curious Cape? Benjamin but I, I've seen only the porn, I guess porn parody, <laughs> Benjamin Unbuttons, where it's still like he's getting uh, younger and younger from being an old man, but he's just getting randy with a lot of uh, women and their petticoats, a period piece still, so... And doing those buttons. Yeah, on those. No. I mean that's what that was the one I was talking about. I've just mm-hmm. been uh, my buttons are loose right now. I'm thinking about uh, I haven't ate dinner. I mean I haven't ate. Uh, you are uh, Benjamin unbuttoned over there. Yeah, huh? I'm Benjamin buttoned right now. Yeah, it's actually getting a little hot, so I got to release these uh, these chest hairs off a little bit more. I mean I think we're done, right? So I can just uh, yeah. Well, you just... didn't say. You, did you say for uh, for real or for real before you I, take your shirt off? There? Um, before I take my shirt off, I, I would say you know it. it it's a no-brainer. The team was already doing pretty well uh, in terms of they were one of those teams in the East that could be maybe a four through six seed, maybe three. Uh, they ended up being three last year, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That, that huge winning streak. At yeah, exactly. Season. So I mean, you add yeah. Jimmy Butler, who will not, who doesn't fuck around. He's he's Jimmy Jimmy fuck it buckets. He will chew out Ben Simmons. He will he will eat him, and then I think probably not even Ben Simmons. Which, just, is that a good thing though? No, or? he'll chew out Markel Fultz. That's what I meant to say. If Mark Markel Fultz does anything dumb, he will make sure he knows that. And uh, and I think Jimmy Butler will add a lot to this team that they they've needed a go to crunch time score, and this this is the guy that will do it for him. So the possibilities are endless with this team with these Illadel Sixes. So you're you're high on it. It sounds like you're. You think they could make the finals, though? You know, because other than the Raptors looking like uh, a a beast of the North and the East and the South, maybe even the West, I don't know. They're just really beastly right now. I think the six this puts the Sixers at least 2A or 1B for me right now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I kind of buried the lead here. I didn't want to tell you this because I didn't know if it was going to happen or not, but... You know, we were talking about Jimmy Fuckett Buckets, and I actually had gotten some information on him, like some personal contact for him. Again, I didn't tell you because, like, I don't know, it might work out or not, but I think I've I've had lines into his camp to, you know, give us an exclusive interview, and I'm just getting some uh, a text here now that it looks like he, he might be calling in to talk to us. But the only problem is, you know, I'm such an NFL head. I, we talked to Mr. Zarov on the podcast on this feed, 
And, you know, I would like to talk to Jimmy Butler with you, but I'm looking at this Monday night game. We got the the one and uh, eight New York Giants versus like the two and seven San Fran 49ers. Uh, they're playing each other right now. Great Wait, game there. No. It's 10 to seven Niners with four minutes left in the second or so. I got. I kind of got to go watch the rest of this game. Do you want to just feel this call into Jimmy? Oh, Drew, I mean, I think this this probably is more important to me. Unless you got ODBJ on your fantasy team, I probably should be the one watching this game because I'm down by 15 points and he's projected to win. I, but again, I'm the NFL guy, so listen. I can tell you later what happens, or I can send you text updates about uh, what what's going on with ODB and your fantasy squads. Better yet, can you cut me out some newspaper clippers of what happens the next day and send them over to me so that I can see, reading the newspaper, what happened as a recap? Yeah, I can do that. In fact, I could uh, enact my art skills, maybe like make a paper mache head of yeah. Beckham yeah. and use the newspaper from those clippings. I'll send you, yeah, I'll send that over to Studio A. Sure. All right. All right. That's that's good. All right. I guess. I anyway, mean, you might get a call in the next minute or two I, from that. That I'm uh, not Jimmy really Butler's prepared for this, Padres. I don't know how. Well, well you have it's like I go. said, you have like a minute or two to prepare, probably. But but oh, I mean, this game's too exciting. This Giants Niners game. I got it. Yeah, Giants driving. I, I got it. Yeah, I got to go see what's going on. All right. Okay. Later, now. Okay. All right. Well, Padre has uh, more important nifle things to do. I guess it was uh, even a surprise that, I mean, this is a surprise that we're going to have a guest, but I think it was a surprise that he would even, Padre would want to do a pod on a Monday night. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of really, I don't know, I'm really heartbroken over this right now, Karis Vert thing. I just read a couple tweets. Does not look good. I don't think there's any, you know, I'm not super motivated about this, this whole guest, but, like, maybe I'll get my mind off of it. I don't know. Whoever it is, I'll just, I'll just wait for my phone to do his thing or computer and then see i mean this this is a disappointing night uh podcast is almost over but i guess i gotta take this call that hell it's a, it says jay butler gerard butler is not spelled with a j is it who else is jay butler all right well, let me just find out here we go wait it says jimmy jimmy yang butler it's got to be him right yeah all right answer hello hello Jimmy, is that you? I can't see you on the screen. I can't. Is that you, Yes, Jim? can you see me? Can you see me now? Yeah. Dude. It says Jimmy Butler. Are You're you're not Jimmy Butler. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry if there's any confusion. No, I'm Jimmy's Butler. You're J- Jimmy's? Like, is that like... Jimmy's a, Butler. All right, so you're Jimmy's Butler, as in, like, with apostrophe S, Jimmy's Butler? That's right. I'm Butler. For Jim, Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's Butler. That's who you are. You're Jimmy Butler Butler. Bang on. Bang on. So you're saying that Padre, did Padre know that you were Jimmy's Butler or did he just book Jimmy Butler trying to get Jimmy's Butler and then Jimmy's Butler Butler, which is you, showed up? Well, I don't know what you've been told over on your end, but Jimmy doesn't do any appearances on any show, podcast, otherwise before I get in there first and, you know, make sure it's okay for him. Being his manservant, you know, it's really my duty. Is that is that what you go by? Uh, do you have an actual name, too? Is it just Jimmy's Butler Butler, or should I just... I prefer Jimmy's Butler, I mean, when I'm making JBB? these appearances, but, I mean, my name is Jives. So you're, <laughs> you're Jive, Jimmy Butler's Jive. Jives. Have you adopted his last name, by the way? Oh, I, I would never. No, that's certainly breaking the butl- the butling code. But there's very, a, there's that's a very code. bad breaking of the code. Oh yes, oh yes. Never take your your master's name. Never, never. You don't you don't see Alfred going by uh, Alfred Wayne, do you? Well, I mean, I guess we never know what Alfred's last name is unless you really read the. Well, code. I could jolly sure tell you unless he's badly breaking the code that it's definitely not Wayne. Again, R.I.P. Stanley. I know it's a different universe, but still. You're on my mind, Stanley. Anyways. Oh I, my, Stanley passed on. Yes, Stanley has passed on uh Jarvis Jimmy Butler's Butler. Jarvis. Jives, Jives. J- is Jarvis. it Jives? It's not Jarvis. Jives. It's J- Jives. Jives. That's sad to hear because actually when I was starting out in the Butler game, I was butling for Stanley for a little while, yeah, for a short time in the seventies. You were butling for Stanley. Stanley, yes. The legendary mm-hmm. Stanley. Absolutely. In New York, 70s. Yep. Probably like 78, 79. 
So you went from the I was a young hot butler then, getting uh, starting out in the game. Yeah, you look pretty. You look pretty old right now. How old are you, Jives? A uh, uh, manservant never gives that away unless his master asks, and uh, and that's not you, sir. But I think you can do the math. If if I was a young hot, you know, I got drafted in the mid seventies, pretty in the late first round of the Butler draft, and joined up with Stanley around that time, but I think you could tell if that was going on then how about how old I am now. You can estimate. Wait, the Butler draft. So this is a, a, a draft class made up of all the butlers. Who who who's the teams or who's the uh who are the masters that are drafting in this in this draft when you were drafted high? Royal families around the world. So a lot of it doesn't wind up in America. You know, since I was a lower first round pick i was over here in the states which yeah. i've remained in it's got to be per city then right you're like you're the top butler in new york city and then there's top butlers in la and are there multi-divisions in this butler mm-hmm. uh, chicago that's where i you know that's where i ended up with with master jimmy master jimmy okay so master jimmy is when you got the. well i was traded over to master jimmy of course from from uh, marvel <laughs> From Disney, you were no, no, many, many, many masters in between, many in between. But this is so fascinating, man! I can't believe Padre's missing this. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like Padre would definitely love meeting a butler because you know he did such a good job of uh, taking care of me and you know uh, really doing mm. all the stuff that I didn't want to do all the time. Did he fluff your pillow? He was a good. I mean, he did when I was in the land. He fluffed the shit out of my pillow. That's for sure. Did he pour you a stiff cocktail? By cocktail, meaning he bought me a beer. Yeah, I would say he bought me a beer too. Yeah, give or take. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this character is up to snuff in terms of of being a servant, but I don't know. Does he? Did he have any draft potential? You know, he, he was a young buck in the game. You know, hmm. he's without picking him up and putting him under my wing. I don't know if. The Cavs would ever won a championship, so I think I, I changed the whole universe itself by, you know, bringing him under my wing and uh, teaching him some things. But he says sometimes he's just so stubborn about things. He just he wants to do it one way, like he wants to hire another Enom and stuff. I don't know why I'm venting you about this. I barely know you, but oh well. I mean that does sound about right then because butlers yeah. do things one way. You know, like I said, we have the code and you, we stick to the code one way only. That's the way we do it, so... You have to be stubborn unless your master really doesn't like that. But if, if your master doesn't like that, is is that really someone you should be uh, being a servant for? Well, it's not your place to probably ask, but it might be. Yeah, no, I, I think I get that. So you being a butler for Jimmy Butler, since he's had a little bit of emotional roller coaster right now from the beginning season, he came out into the season saying he didn't want to be on the Bulls, and then he showed up to practice because he's contractually obligated to do so and went to practice. Yes, we're talking about practice here, by the way. Contractually one. obligated. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He had went to Glenn Taylor and the rest of the team saying, you fucking need me. That's right. You fucking need me. And then he picked up the third team squad and beat the starters in a scrimmage because he was so pissed Absolutely. up. So how do you oh, deal well, with I got, that I, I have to be honest. Uh, you, you know, Padnam. I can call you that, sir, Padnam. It's uh, Sir Podnam to you. Yeah. Sir Podnam. Uh, how about Sir Podnam? I like that. that Sir Podnam. That works. I will have to say, you can't blame Master Jimmy for that. In fact, I did, you know, I have been counseling him uh, for a few years now since I've been buttling for him. And I did tell him to assert dominance uh, in every case. I was giving him a kind of a metaphor, like if you're the master, like you are in your household here. Mm-hmm. You have to treat the lesser people like lesser people, you know. You have to go out uh, and uh, these upstarts that think they're better than you, you have to show them that it's not the case. I think that's what he took to heart there from my speech to him. And I think that's, I I know it's made some uh, media attention, but I think he's only doing the right thing, Master Jimmy, with that practice tirade. Jives, I'm a little concerned. Are you trying to say, like... are you in need of help? Are you being abused by Jimmy Butler? I think what you're just saying is... Nonsense! I, please, sir, pardon him. Ace man's servant cannot be abused by his master. If the master speaks harshly to him, uh, it takes if physical violence to him, certainly he's more than deserving, most likely. But <laughs> Wait, what? 
Regardless, uh, Master Jimmy, no, never, never. Really, I feel like he honestly looks up to me a bit of as a bit of a father figure. So, kind of like uh, young Wayne, young Bruce Wayne and Alfred, which is the only Butler relationship that anyone really knows uh, when it comes down. So, are you guys union, by the way? I mean, I know we're skipping around. Are you union? Do you have like a uh, Butlin unionship? And is Gerard Butler part of this as well? Hmm. You would think that would be the case. Actually, no, Gerard Butler's not part of the Butler Union, but Morgan Freeman actually is. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, you know, they star together yeah. in uh, in that film. The uh, Butler. Y- yes, the Butler. <laughs> <laughs> so Forrest Whitaker and Oprah Winfrey are also yes. part of this, and right? Morgan Freeman's the president, and Gerard Butler has to save him by killing a lot of people. But, uh, yes, they're all spokesmen other than Gerard. They're all spokesmen for the Butler Union. And they all, in fact, uh, have manservants of their own. So that's why they're allowed to do that. Do you have your meetings at Butler University, by the way? Well, no, the masters are the ones having the meetings, not us, the butlers. So so they're like the... So Jimmy goes to those meetings for for us, as does Morgan, for his manservants, etc. Huh. But, yes, they are at Butler University, I believe. Okay. This is good to know. I, I think I, I think I learned a lot from this. Now, in terms of what is the future for Jimmy Butler and what is the state that he's in right now, it looks like you're. I see a, a little bit of like a a decoration of a, a Liberty Bell behind you. Are you actually in Philadelphia, or is that just some CGI shit? Oh yes, that's this is CGI shit, as you put it. Yeah, because uh, I am in Philadelphia here. Actually, Jimmy is has a a place now right by the Liberty Bell, but it's not behind me. This is, we do just have CGI here. Jimmy always likes CGI behind him at all times. He does. So, for example, in Chicago, the formerly known as the Sears Tower, but the tall skyscraper there, we lived right by it, but also we would just have CGI behind it at all times. So any interview he did would be in front of that CGI wall. Mm. Now we've moved it to the cracked Liberty Bell, and... Who knows where we'll be moving it next, but let's just say I think we probably will be. You will be moving to Philadelphia. That's what you're saying. Oh, no, no, we're here already, but I, I said let's uh, just say we'll be uh, probably moving on again uh, soon enough. Oh, wait, so does that mean that means that you're not going to stay in Philadelphia? Wow, this is a good this is a good lead. So how'd you came through right now? I'm getting a lot of tidbits, guys. Look at this. Uh, we got the inside source dives jimmy butler's butler just mm. just dropping some some knowledge some some credentials here some i i think i can call myself the new shams the podnam shams of the world i, I think i got it i'm brown enough i can pull it off shams wow yeah. can you do that I, you know i'm gonna be honest here dives i i'm a little still a little flustered and distracted by this whole karis levert thing i don't know if you follow basketball because you're just a butler what do butlers know well, here's the thing. I don't really follow the sport, you know, but I more follow the the team name. So Sir Jimmy, you know, Master Jimmy, rather, was a member of the Bulls for so long. And mm. I liked it for a point, you know, running with the Bulls, so to speak. He was running hard, doing well. Then he was traded to the Timberwolves. And I said, Master Jimmy, Timberwolves, Wolves go in a pack, you know. That's not you. You're the master. You're elevated above all. You should be looked at as the best. Yeah. Wolves not right for you. That you're not a pack animal. You're a star. You know, you're on top. Right. So basically I told him he needs to get out of there. Now he's on the seventy sixers. That's better than being you know, in the pack. But seventy six is that the highest number? No, one hundred is the highest number. So that's why I say we may be moving on sooner rather than later. You may be seeing what an, a new CGI behind you. Now, can I tell you what that is yet? No, but I'm sure you could, just like my age, I think you can guess and, and infer. So you're talking about, if you said, if you're putting these clues, if I'm putting these clues together, you said 76 is not the highest, but 100 is higher. So what's higher than 100? 300. So is Jimmy Butler going to be in the sequel? Or prequel of 300 with Gerard Butler? Well, yes, he probably will be making his acting debut in the prequel to 300. Gerard's not in that one because he is non-union, non-Butler union. Mm. He's not allowed to be in it. 
I believe it will be uh, Forrest Whitaker playing that that role with Jimmy Butler as the co-lead. But yes, that's that's separate. That's his acting game, not his pure profession of being a basketballer. Yeah. So now that he's got his his narrow his vision on the Eastern Conference right now, and and uh, switching from Minnesota to Philadelphia. How do you dress up Jimmy on an everyday basis? Do you give him like leg warmers? Do you give him mittens? Like, how do you make sure he's ready for this cold that's coming? Well, here's the thing: Master Jimmy doesn't really like the cold. Uh, he's from Texas. He's a bit of a cowboy, you know. He's good friends, I think, with with Jarrell Jones. Jerry Jones. You know, Jarrell is what I yes, Master Jarrell. He's good friends with. He even uh, consulted him on Butler's. So. Jarrell must have put in a good word for me. So it, Master Jimmy likes to pretend that he's not actually in cold weather. So he's still wearing his cowboy boots, cowboy hat. You know, this uh, American Western motif. Uh, red shirt, open chest, blue jeans. That's how I dress him as he does demand being the master. So uh, that's also one of the reasons why, uh, apart from the whole pack issue... When he's the star, uh, Minnesota, not a good fit for him. Philadelphia winter, yeah, we could still do better probably, you're right, with this outfit, which he will not be changing. He refuses. Okay, okay. So you're not going to, it looks like that. This is a sign of what things are to come for this Philadelphia 76ers. Looks like Jimmy is hanging hanging tight in uh, the former capital of the U.S., which I know that fact. Did you know that fact? Guys, do you know that about Philadelphia? I did know that fact about Philadelphia, that it was, in fact, the former capital of the, the states. The states said Yes, it. I'm not just repeating what you just said. <laughs> Certainly, being a butler, I knew that fact. Okay, good. Is that another... Give, give me another fact, <laughs> uh, Sir Podnam. Okay. What was the... Uh, do you know the former capital of New York was Kingston, New York? Why, yes, I did know that fact. Absolutely, yes, yes. Do you know that Podgen is from Kingston, New York? Lady Podgen. <laughs> Podgen, yes. Yes. Uh, indubitably, sir. Indubitably. Who are your sources here, Jack? I, I've just met you, man. Like, how do you know all this information? Oh, again, that would be, certainly would be breaking the Butler Code. God damn it, Jeffs. Well, I mean, I, I don't think you're going to give me any more information than I already have because, you know, uh, it's nice... It's nice to meet a butler doing their butler things, but I feel like the profession is going to be gone not too long from now. You got Siri, you got Alexa. You're kind of a dying breed right now. So, yeah. well, I never, sir, pardon them. That's harsh words coming from you. Hey, man, it's it's reality. It's two thousand. Remember, you're not my master, so I can I can fight back on this one. Wait, you're gonna fight me, butler? That's right. Throw them up. You know, put the dukes up. Don't, don't give me those old timey fists. Uh, right now, I mean, you're not, I may even de white glove myself don't, don't, to strike you upon the brow. You know, you slapping your laptop is really not that effective, there, sir. Uh, That's what I do to Alexa and OK Google. You, <laughs> they get the firm right hand. So you're saying you KO Google? Trying to take my job, yeah. our jobs. Yeah, t- the Butler Union. Well, we'll Morgan will have a lot to say about this. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm sure Morgan Freeman is definitely involved in making sure that butlers are safe for the, the future going. Well, I mean, what whatever has you going uh, and helping Jimmy, that's probably more important than anything else, whether you're a butler or not, or you're just his butt buddy or a cuddler. I don't, I don't care. I'm excited about this trade. I think it's really good for the NBA, and uh, I think that Jimmy Butler is going to do big things uh, overall. I don't know if... They're winning the championship. What do you think? I mean, I know you know nothing about the NBA again, but are the Sixers going to win it this year? Jimmy Butler's Butler. Only if they let Master Jimmy really take over and uh, do as he wishes. Everything runs through him. He gets the last say on everything. Uh, He might have to coach the team or at least direct the coach how to do it. And I will be directing Master Jimmy to do just that. So take that. Again, you can figure out. Based on what I said, isn't, the answer isn't Jimmy another word for like condom or something like that. No, like I said at the start of this, I vet all these interviews for Master Jimmy, and I can tell you with that final remark, Master Jimmy will certainly not be 
uh, making an appearance on this show. Good day, sir. Okay. All right. Also, I just looked... I said good day. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I got it. Thank, thanks for joining us there, Jazz. I just looked it up though uh, on Urban Dictionary. Jimmy Condom means it's a little dick guy. So, <laughs> oh, internet, you never, never fail me. Anyways, I think I think Padre is finishing up whatever garbage NFL he's watching right now, and I think this podcast is just about over. Uh, guys, make sure you check us out and subscribe on this podcast at Brooklyn Rebound. Follow us on Twitter at Brooklyn Rebound. Your boy Podnam is uh, I N E A M. Well, I almost spelled my name wrong. Tired. And just look up Enam Q. You'll find it. It's not Kazi on Twitter. Your boy Padre is at Drew Wills, and check out our other podcasts. We got at Pod Trump Takeover, we got Voices in Your Head, and we got other projects down the line. So make sure you follow us, poke us, message us, yell at us, whatever you got to do, but get at us, peoples. That'll do it for this episode on a Monday, sad day now. Uh, night. Good night, the world, and good night, Brooklyn. Hopefully, Karis Levert's okay. Let's go, Nets. Peace.